Today is Sunday, August 30th, and you are listening to the Tech on Tap Podcast Roadshow Edition, coming to you live from VMworld 2015. My name is Pete Fletcher, a.k.a. Pedro Arrow, and joining me as always is Mr. Glenn Sizemore. Glenn, how are you doing today, buddy? Man, I am, I'm doing pretty good. I'm holding up pretty good. Like, I, I, I got some good sleep last night, uh, and tonight has been invigorating. It has been kind of crazy. We're not going to go into too much detail. I've been all over the place. I've talked about just about everything you know there was some data fabric stuff there was some FlexPod stuff there was some hp hci compete stuff it, it's been a great night but yeah. yeah yeah you're losing your voice already sitting across from you as always is our co-host mr sully the monster andrew sullivan how are you sir i am fantastic although i'm a little disappointed that you did not sing a little a little jingle for glenn like you normally would what what happened there i'm yeah, I know. I was so tempted to actually play one on my phone, but I'm, I'm a stickler for quality, so we'll have to save that for the regular shows. So, so Glenn, where's this quality sleep you speak of? Because uh, I'm still on East Coast time, despite having been here for 36 hours, and was up at 4 a.m. Oh, yeah. Exhausted. Oh, no, I didn't say, like, I slept for more than four hours. I said I got quality sleep. See, th- those are different words, sir. The sleep I got was fantastic. I could use a lot more of it, but that's for a different day. And we're completely surrounded by our coworkers, and this show floor just stopped. So let's go ahead and, and, and kick this thing off. Pete, get it going, man. All right, well, we only got 15 minutes, so we're going to bring a couple of our buddies in to talk about some of their, their best customer conversations today. So let's go ahead and start with Don. Don Bork, the on-command inside TME and program manager here at NetApp. Don, you had a great story that we wanted to share tonight. Why don't you tell everybody about that at home? Yeah, so Glenn, uh, this gentleman uh, came into the, the booth today, and he uh, he was not very happy to say, uh, you know, to start off with. He, he was making some wild acquisitions, uh, or acquisitions, I should say, about uh, on-command insight, some of the capabilities that he thought the product could do. One of the gentlemen that was uh, actually at another booth called me over and said, hey, Don, could you talk to him? Quickly brought him over to the demonstration booth, and as you stated, about an hour later, uh, left a different man. Uh, I talked to him. He grabbed my business card. I actually had uh, worked with that gentleman about five years ago. He recognized my voice, uh, go figure, right, from being from the ba- Boston accent. Uh, he recognized I knew I looked at you for a reason. Now I know what it was. Yeah, so he's, you know, after we get off to park the cars and everything else, we got into OCI. I showed him what the product can do. He left a changed man, let's put it that way. When he was walking away, he goes, I'm going to see you in six months because we're going to buy this product. Okay, so specifically, what turned him around? Like, what, what, at what point in the demo, what were you showing where he went from, this is BS, you're just making this up, to, okay, no, tell me more? So I think it's two parts. One was the, what the product can actually do, right? So you have to have some, some substance behind the product. So I walked him through it, I showed him what the product can do, I answered his questions, but I think the second half is the relationship part, which is he worked with me in the past, he knew how I took care of him in the past, he understands that you know when I say I do something for him, I do it. So when he walked away, he was like more, almost, I would say, as excited about the product and what it can do, but almost equally as excited about getting to work, what he said, with me again, on a product. Yeah, it's, it's one thing to have the technology, but the people nine times out of 10, that's where the difference is. Absolutely, and I think that, that shows here at NetApp. Fantastic, well thanks for sharing that tonight, Don. Go, go, uh, go rush your feet, we got a long week. You're gonna be doing a lot of OCI all week. It's, it's gonna be busy for you, thanks man. Look forward to it. 
All right, let's bring on Mr. Dan Isaacs. Dan had some conversations today about All Flash Faz. Dan, what was your favorite story for the day? Uh, well, tons of stories, a lot of interest in All Flash Faz, in Flash generally. Um, I think the best conversation I had was uh, one gentleman who was asking me what the difference between All Flash Faz and some of the other All Flash arrays out there. So we had a good conversation about uh, some of the differences between All Flash Faz and the competitors. Like if you if you want to, for instance, there's uh, some vendors who are you know locked into a standard configuration, and if if you want to uh, use a different sized SSD, for instance, so there's a lot of innovation going on in the Flash market today. Uh, you know, four terabyte drives coming out, 16 terabyte, 32 terabyte drives coming out within the next uh, 18 to 24 months. If you were to go with this vendor, you would you would have to re replace every part of your storage array in order to in order to take advantage of those of those uh, larger drives. So did he come in here thinking that we had the same scenario? Was it just coming in going? So does this does this work this way for you, or is it specifically like this is my pain point? Do you have this problem? No, he was uh, just evaluating his options. I don't think he understood the, those issues with, with uh, some of the other uh, vendors. Um, so I, I think uh, it was a very good conversation. It opened his eyes to uh, the reality versus, uh, versus the marketing. Dan, that was fantastic, man. Look forward to hearing some more stories from you tomorrow, man. Thanks for coming. Thanks, Pete. Thanks, Glenn. Yep. All right, Mr. Laramonth coming to the table. Mr. Laramont's doing a session tomorrow on VVOL, so if you're, if you're listening to this and you're at VMworld, be sure to uh, register for, for Peter Laramont's session on VVOL. Pete, what's the title of your session? It's full. <laughs> the title is full. <laughs> it's uh, 5721. It's uh, VVOLs on NetApp, ready for prime time. And uh, it is, I, last I checked, it was full. There may be some cancellations, who knows. Tomorrow on Tuesday, or Tuesday, not, that's not tomorrow. Tomorrow's Monday, Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, running it again because it was it filled up so fast during early registration that they ran a second session. And that one, last I checked, had some slots, but I hear it's filling up now too. Fantastic. Pete, tell us your best story for the day. Did you have any good customer conversations? Yeah, there are quite a few. Um, you know, this is like last year's story all over again, all VVOLs all the time. I think I had one conversation that wasn't really about VVOLs. Uh, one interesting thing is uh, they had set up their vCenter environment. They had uh, VMware HA running. And if you're familiar with VMware HA, it needs to have two data stores for the HA heartbeat. This is standard HA stuff, right? Yeah, minimum two. Exactly. So if you're if you're running only VVOL data stores, those are data stores that we'll use. And as I said in my presentation before, and also this the same session, uh, one of the VVOL types that we have is is other, and. Uh, one of the other use cases is for things like the heartbeat information for, for a heartbeat data store. So if you only have a VVOL data store or two and you set up VMware HA, it's going to create the heartbeat in a VVOL dedicated for that purpose. Right. No surprise, that's how it's supposed to work, right? Where it surprises you is when you delete all the VMs you had out there because you were just testing and you want to get rid of the VVOL data store and you can't because there's still a VVOL out there, but I deleted all my VMs. Well, it's the, it's the one for HA that's holding it. So you yeah. go into HA configuration, you, you, you point it at a different data store, it's not VVOL, or one that you don't want to or one you don't want to get rid of, so you can clear out the one you do want to get rid of, and now you can delete it. Nice. Ah, yeah, that would be super confusing at first. I could totally see where that would trip somebody up. I, I guess with, uh, with HA, people are a little more used to, to traditional data stores, understanding what, what, what's out there, that, that, that this, this is what they expect to have their HA information. When you do VVOLs, um, you, you forget that the HA fish has to go somewhere, and it, it puts it into a VVOL, and you're not sure where that VVOL came from until you realize that, okay, I'm, I'm running HA. That's where it's coming from. So you go and you, you, you reconfigure HA to use a different data store and carry on. 
So were the majority of your conversations around VVOLs today around trying to figure out what they are? I mean, what, are people, your sessions are full. Obviously, people want to know what it is, but are real, are, there doesn't seem like there are a ton of people that have already adopted, have started putting them into, uh, into production. Have you had any questions? Or is there any concerns with VVOLs? What do you think? Well, I think if I could distill it down into one most basic question everyone's asking is, is VVOLs right for me? Ah. And another slant on that is, is VVOLs right for me now? Is it, is it ready for prime time? Is it, is it ready for my environment, for the things that I want to do with it, right? And in, uh, in some customer environments, it depends on not just how many VMs you have or the size, it's also how, do you, how does your IT team operate? Uh, you know, do, do you have separate guys for storage for the vCenter environment itself versus the guys that provision the, the, the VMs themselves, Precisely, right? Yeah. So if you have that kind of separation, uh, it's a lot easier to have policies that will automatically put the VVOLs on the right kind of storage or the right kind of replication, whatever other capabilities that it has, sure. uh, based on, on a drop down of, yeah, I want bronze, silver, gold, plastic, whatever, whatever you're gonna do, or maybe you break it down, I've got a database and I want one for C drive, database logs, how, how you, it is you sort that out? It's much easier to say, yeah, okay, there's a name for a policy, rather than have to look at the data store names, the way we, the way we do things with traditional yep. data stores, and you get this long data store name that says, it's on SATA, it's got this size of drive, it's not replicated, it's got this kind of deep compression, whatever else on there, and it has to have a naming convention or some kind of cheat sheet, or more likely, they keep calling the storage guy to ask him what this means every time, every time they provision a VM. So for customers that have that kind of organization in their IT structure, it, it, it's making a lot more sense. For smaller customers that are, in some cases, still getting used to the idea of virtualization in the first place. They've only got a small number of data stores. They've only got one, maybe two disk types. Uh, it, they're not ready for it yet as much. But if they are, you know, we're ready for it. We got, we've, we've got the 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 VASA provider ready to go. We've got uh, how tos and all this stuff. We've got we've got the, the tech report and the cookbook. Uh, we've got all kinds of videos on it now, and we have sessions at VMworld. All right, so what I'm taking from this is, if you're not sure that VVOLS is right from you, you need to come see Peter Lermont at the NetApp booth. If you don't see Pete at the, at the NetApp booth, you need to come check out one of his sessions that are filling up rapidly. Is that right? That is an excellent way to get that information. I would not claim to be the only person who knows this stuff. Uh, we, we do have other experts on, on, on the booth here who can spell VVOLS. <laughs> and then some, of course. Um, and the same goes for, you know, a little, little plug here for, for, uh, for VMworld Europe. We're going to have a different team there because our team will be at Insight, where we'll also be talking about VVOLs quite a bit. So if you're not at uh, VMworld or you can't make it here for this event, and you go to NetApp Insight, there will be actually a couple different sessions there on VVOLs. And uh, because you get a little more time with two sessions, I'll be going deeper in some of the topics as well, including some troubleshooting, other fun stuff. You know what? Let's just do this, Pete. When we, when we get back from this show and we get everything else, we've been talking about getting you on this show and actually diving into VVOLs for the better part of two years now. And somehow that's never actually happened. So, new show, new commitment. We're just going to get PFLB on the show. <laughs> Peter Lermont's coming in. We're doing the VVOLs deep dive. Yes. It will happen. I will schedule this. We will get this done. All right? I mean, VVOLs, all the cool kids are doing it, right? It's what's for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Peter. Thanks, man. You're the best, as always. Mr. Grimes, I've heard you had a couple of good conversations today. Why don't you share those with us? Hold on. Before we go into that, I don't, I don't think our listeners are familiar with you, Andy. Can, can you uh, introduce yourself and what you do here at NetApp first? Okay. All right. Thanks. My, uh, my name's Andrew Grimes. I'm a principal architect for Flash at NetApp, uh, helping drive our global Flash business. Uh, work with customers, spend about half my time in front of customers, spend about half my time with development, making sure that what we're delivering to customers is exactly what you need, helping customers map your business requirements and your technical requirements with Flash to what our technology can really deliver. 
Um, really stand out in the market as really the only enterprise-grade flash vendor out there. Um, we support all the protocols, all your functions, all your enterprise-grade features that you need to make flash work for your data center. And that's one of the things that we found today, was customers kept coming up to and asking us, you know, a lot of the traditional questions, we have a VDI project, what do you suggest? Uh, we're looking at several competitors and they've made suggestions, particularly around only one protocol, or only one approach, or only yeah. one way to do it. And what we said is, honestly, well, there's many ways we can do this, but here's how we do it. And if you'd like to change that, we have options. But the big things that we see is non-persistent versus persistent desktops. We can do either. What about profiles? Where are you going to put your profiles? So a big customer that, that we started a conversation with, they're going to come back tomorrow, we're going to go into a deep architectural discussion around it. Talk to one of our competitors, you've got a silo of flash, and you're going to have to solve that problem with something else. Um, a lot of other customers have NetApp environments today that like to add flash to it. They'd like to be able to take their existing workloads, put flash on it, move them non-disruptively, whatever workloads need the flash, and leave whatever they didn't need where it is. Um, but that's something none of our competitors can do, because when they bring in flash technology, they're starting from scratch. They're building a silo, and then they have to bring in something like a Commvault. We don't need that. We can do that natively with our tools baked in for the base price of the system. And that's really what we're all about, is giving you all the features and functions you need to, manage, to, to handle your data management around Flash. Any protocol you want, snapshots, clones, mirroring, vaulting, SSD to capacity, capacity to SSD, and then to cloud. So even if you need to take the data and put it up in the cloud, we can do that as well. So um, great discussions today, lots and lots of follow-ups with customers, lots of people who are really taking a different look. So please stop by the booth if you're here. Uh, we'd really like to talk to you. We'd really like a chance to show you what we're all about. Man, pull your string and you just go. <laughs> that is what we call a PRO, pro. Good grief, man. That was awesome. Thank you, sir. Andrew, what are you doing? A little bit of everything. Uh, so I've talked about VVOLs, I've talked about automation, I've talked about containers, I've talked about Evo Rail, I've talked about all flash fasts, uh, a little bit of everything. So the, uh, the biggest thing that I wanted to talk about that I noticed nobody else has brought up is uh, we have a session tomorrow by Mr. Rhett Bigler, our Evo biggity, Rail biggity. TAM, right? He's giving a session on a, a high level as well as a little bit of a deep dive. I've, I've seen his slides on what's going on with our Evo Rail, right? how it works, why you would want to use Evo Rail, why is it important to customers, right? Where we're taking the infrastructure out of the equation, right? Just consume resources. All you're doing is just eliminating all of that setup headache, right? And really bringing business time to value, right? Way, way down. So should be a really interesting session. If you haven't uh, heard about NetApp Evo Rail, why our Evo Rail solution is different, be sure to sign up, right? It should be a good one. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Rhett, Rhett really knows what he's talking about. That's going to be a good session, so we'll look forward to that. All right, man, I think we may be at the end. I've got this, this, well, here. All right, yeah, it's about that time. We, we, need, to, we need to get out of here. It's a long week, so come on, Pete. Do it. All right, let's wind this one up. Reminder, if you're at VMworld, come by the NetApp booth. We'd love to talk to you. And uh, for the rest of you that are out there, we'll, we'll see you tomorrow with another 15-minute recap. Until next time, bye for now. I love NetApp.
Let's get enough on this. Oh yeah. 